Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence. Good day, good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast and glad to be coming your way today because we're going to have a great time. And don't forget our mantra. Wealth is more than just money. And today, that's what we're going to be talking about. Something that's other than money, because we know there are many great things in life. But before we get started, let me introduce our guest to you. Her name is Asania Gibbs. Asania, how are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Fantastic. We are glad to have you. And we're going to get into this particular episode. And we're going to be talking about some serious business here. We're going to be talking about some corporate training. We're going to be talking about all manners of platforms. And glad that all of you could be listening and have our honored guest here today. So Sonia, welcome to Wealth Academy Podcast. And it's an honor to introduce you to my community of Wealth Academy Podcast. Let's talk about the evolution of Born to Speak to You. Now, this sounds really interesting, and I can't wait to hear it. Now, um, I'm in Sonia Gibbs, and yes. actually, Born to Speak to You is my husband's company. Yes. I am an employee of his company. <laughs> we know who the boss but, is. <laughs> but through the, uh, the evolution of Born to Speak to You is... Uh, My husband uh, is very deep in theater. We ran a nomad theater company for over 12 years. And uh, through going to theater, understanding the impact of words, working in theater uh, and workshops and and with Toastmasters, this is how the name evolved. And then what started the online training, which is what is under the Born to Speak to You uh, label Uh is that it came because my husband and I had started working on a book about leadership yes. because both of, both of us are very strong leaders. Right. And we were sitting down and having a good discussion one day and I uh, said, hey, mm-hmm. we should really write a book and uh, talk about leadership and as well as train. So in including that with uh, talking about doing a book and then doing training, we discussed even further on how to get courses set up. Yeah. And that came idea came across and I said, wouldn't it be nice if we could set up some corporate trainings? Because we've, everyone has encountered uh, poor customer service. You've gone places and and really have had horrible customer service Mm -hmm. where you can, and we see where it can be improved. Uh, We've both have worked on jobs where they do training, where someone sits next to you and tell them, tells you what they know, but when you transfer, everybody knows transferring information, word of mouth, things change with the story. Yeah. In you other words, the, you have 10 people in a line and you tell right. the first person something by the time it gets to the other side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So that is a, we think, is a poor way of training people. It is. If you have online training tools or some kind of specific training manuals mm-hmm. that people can follow. It would be more productive. Absolutely. People won't get as frustrated. Be standardized. Work. Right, mm-hmm. it's standardized mm-hmm. and across the board. And you can see where um, upper management will be able to see where the links are of where we're losing people. 
or how people are not being enthusiastic about their jobs. So looking at the weaknesses. That's right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because you, you'll look at it and say, hey, maybe we can fine tune this and get this better. Or this isn't working. Let's throw this out and try to incorporate something else. Exactly. So we, we enjoy doing things like that and talking and learning. And as I mentioned about Toastmasters, we've both been mm -hmm. leaders in Toastmasters yes. uh, at the district level. And we see how it is to work with people and how to get people to cooperate yes. and work together because you're bringing people together that don't know each other, exactly. that have their own work ethic, sure. but learning how to work as a team, mm -hmm. that takes a little bit more it manipulation does. in the sense of showing people how to work together. Right. And with COVID, uh, the same people that the people that left when they come back won't be the same people. Absolutely. As people transition. <laughs> so there's something to work on right there for sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, 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 and thinking of that, uh, I'm sorry. And, and thinking of that, when you think about COVID and what, what's happening sure. with people losing their jobs. Oh, for sure. People have to learn new skills. Yes. Some people, this was a blessing in disguise. Retraining. <laughs> <laughs> Retrain. I keep telling people, you better retrain. It's not going to be the same as it used to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. See yeah. that every day with people who are doing Zoom sessions. Absolutely. Uh, and they become Zoom professionals. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but then you have those that are refusing to navigate with this technology. Exactly. And uh, that's something else that I do. I've been doing for quite some time is training people. I, um, I am an adjunct at uh, college. Uh -huh. I've also been uh, training in the K-12 environment. Yes. People are so afraid of technology mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they think that it's going, it is fragile. It's going to break. And I try to break down that wall and let people sure. know technology can be your friend, not it your sure, enemy, sure can. <laughs> but you have to learn how to work it. Exactly. We even see television shows and news that it goes out. So it's, it's not just uh, online, it's also in live TV as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's real. So talk to us just a little bit about where you're from and share that with our listeners and also with your husband in terms of, of you all from the same city and everything. We are actually, my husband is from New York. Okay. He's a native New Yorker. We love New York. And uh, I am from Chicago. We love Chicago Chicagoan. too. We love Chicago. <laughs> I keep telling people about, uh, you know, the, the steaks up there and the, and, and the pork chops at Dick Bucker's restaurant. Oh, yeah. And how I left a legacy up there eating so much food. <laughs> so, son, you really have a hearty appetite. Well, <laughs> love yeah, Chicago. In the, in the area, well, that's a whole nother ball game about the, the, the meat market here exactly. in Chicago oh, yeah. and the, uh, the rich foods that oh, yeah. come out of specific areas. So yeah. yeah, although I'm finding that mm -hmm. Chicago is not as diverse uh, with their palates sure. as New Yorkans. Yeah. Because people from New York, I mean, there is a plethora. It's like the whole world. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Chicago uh, only targets certain Certain palettes. Cuisines. Yeah. Certain yeah. cuisines, cuisines, I'll say. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, in New York, you can cross the spectrum. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so it's like and, my second home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a good thing. Next yes. time you're in town, give us a holler. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you for sharing that. 
And um, one of the things I want to talk about now, and this is primarily for our listeners here at Wealth Academy Podcast, is that uh, what is your greatest challenge uh, that you faced, uh, whether personal or professional? And this is to help my listeners in case they're going through something similar and they know a way of how to overcome that and move forward. Okay. And, uh, and thinking about professionally, yeah. a struggle being an African-American woman yeah. and being in technology because I was a director of technology for a few school districts here in oh, the state of Illinois. Great. And where I was struggling is that I was the only African-American in the room most cases. Most, yeah. mm-hmm. And all of the time for an extremely long period of time, I was the only woman in the room. Exactly. I, I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> and you have to prove yourself when you are around. Men don't have this issue as much as women. Exactly. But you have yeah. to prove yourself when you're in a room full of men, especially right. talking about technology. Exactly. Well, translating that back into a school district and talking to um, a superintendent sure. in regards of the to the district. Right. Mm-hmm. And not they're not understanding technology. I did have one that understood technology and actually sent me to some fantastic seminars and workshops because she wanted me to grow. Okay. But I ran into one that was really resistant against technology. Sure. And she was and, probably older. Hopefully uh, she was older. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she was. Good. Because if she was younger, it'd be like, what are you thinking? <laughs> well, the other one that was it's so the future, the other one that was so, um, that was so gung-ho about me advocate. learning and growing. She was older too. She was oh, okay. actually older than this one. Well, she was helped then. Yes. <laughs> she, 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 she understood. <laughs> because she knew where things had to go. I, I'm exactly. sitting on a book mm-hmm. and the, the rough title is why our children in the United States uh-huh. are not technology savvy. Mm. And I have a plethora of information as to why I just want to, uh, I'm thinking about it. And I said, do I really want to put this out there and people get angry, but we'll, we'll talk about that. They're pretty pretty savvy. If you ask me, (laughs) the only reason why they wouldn't be is because their parents may not have the internet connection at home or or have a laptop or something, maybe. Well, it's also hindered in some of the schools as well. Exactly. Because yes. the uh, mm-hmm. you may have people who work in schools that are afraid of technology. Mm-hmm. And that's why I try to, that's why I said I started training and trying mm-hmm. to teach people that technology is not your friend. I mean, not your enemy, enemy. but Correct. you can make it your friend. Correct. So I'm, I'm trying to do that, those little changes. Mm-hmm. That, and, that is a wonderful observation though, because that's all it's about now, this digital platform. It's all about that. And just think what it would be if we didn't have it and schools, the students were home. They mm-hmm. really wouldn't be getting their education. They'd actually force them in all likelihood to go to class and, and be put at risk. Yeah. Now, I had actually mentioned to this same superintendent that um, we were, that sure. she was not seeing eye to eye. Mm-hmm. I said, well, in a few years, and this, this was maybe about nine years ago, when I said this, I said, technology is actually going to be the driving force for education. She said, no, it's not. I said, I would really like to see her face today. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be saying, you're right. (laughs) He said, okay, well, send send me to France, then Paris, then uh, to make up for this. (laughs) 
<laughs> but and and you're you're absolutely correct because technology is really the driving force. And I tell you, a lot of these kids know it inside oh, yeah. out, especially Generation Z. That's all they grew up with, so they know it inside out. And, and they and need the, to learn it properly. To, yes. Right. Yes. That's that's absolutely correct. And, you know, I'm just going to hearken back to what you talked about earlier in terms of Toastmasters, which is a great organization, actually the largest membership organization in the world. And I know because I used to be in it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I really love the fact that you all are working with Toastmasters. And I spoke at one of the the, uh, conventions that they had here in Washington, D.C. And so I did a program for them up there as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. All right. All right, we 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 got to take care of our Toastmasters, everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk about one of your greatest successes and how that is going to catapult you to go even further into the future. Well, I consider success where I'm continually trying to learn and grow yes. mm-hmm. and develop. I recently uh, will I'll pivot back to Toastmasters for a second. Sure. We were um, I am a preferred trainer. And I went through a train the trainer program, Mm -hmm. got certified as a preferred trainer. Oh, great. And uh, we were doing a, what's called a Toastmasters Leadership Institute, which Uh is called a TLI. Absolutely. And we were given, the trainers were given topics to choose from on what to present. Sure. And I decided to choose the professional, becoming a professional speaker in Mm -hmm. the quarantine yeah, or venturing great. into YouTube and podcasting. Yeah, that that's those, those are all great. It's a <laughs> trifecta. <laughs> yes, so I presented that workshop back in the spring last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. and I was asked to repeat that. As a matter of fact, I just complete. I just did it Sunday. As a matter of fact, did sure. the workshop again, uh-huh. and my success is that I feel that from learning. about YouTube and podcasting, that's where I launched my own podcast. Exactly. Which I launched that in the introduction was announced the last week of August, but my very first episode posted in September. Right. Oh, wow. I I did mine on August 18th, 2020. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I, I tell you, it is. Really it is fun. It is. It is. You, you engage with a lot of interesting people and you can carry on a lot of content rich information as well, for sure. Right. And share information. People have the opportunity to share their experiences. Yeah. And someone else will hear it and say, hey, I have a similar experience in that. Mm-hmm. And that's it talks to born to speak to you. Yes. It talks directly to it. Absolutely. And I also want to pass on to you that uh, I lived in Illinois for three years when I was stationed at Scott Air Force Base mm. yeah, near St. Louis. So I have some Illinois in me as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I noticed because you didn't say Illinois. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Illinois. Yes, you can always tell who's, from, who's not from not Illinois. Not from Illinois. <laughs> exactly. But I was there. <laughs> Fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about a subject we all know and love, and that's gospel music and songwriting. What role does it play in your life? And, and uh, if you would please share that with us, because I'm really looking forward to hearing this. Okay, well, my podcast is called Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. Okay. And I have been singing since I was a child at uh-huh. seven 
here in uh, Chicago, yes. we were the, I attended a, a Catholic church, uh-huh. predominantly African-American community. Right. Yes. And we were the first black Catholic church in the city of Chicago that oh. sang gospel music like a Baptist it's choir a or a church of God in Christ choir. And right. we would have concerts and anniversaries and mm. we would have at the time me being a child i didn't know who these people were i just remembered mm. some of the names right. but they were uh, a lot of the big name gospel nope. singers and musicians that were here in chicago because yeah. of course chicago is the home of gospel oh, music absolutely and as i grew up i went out and sang and when i went to college i wound up singing under brother james abney uh-huh. And if anyone knows who James Abney is, he was a very, I didn't know it at the time. Uh-huh. He was very well known in Michigan in the Grand Rapids area. Sure. But he was also the uncle of DeBarge, okay. the family yeah. DeBarge. Yeah, we know DeBarge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, keeping was, a, Mr. Abney was just keeping a low profile. <laughs> Wait, well, no, people down uh, there knew who he was. I, I didn't know. <laughs> Because uh-huh. I, you, being from Chicago and come, transitioning to uh, Grand Rapids, to Allendale area, I didn't know anybody there. I was four hours from any family. So exactly. four hours from Detroit, four hours from Chicago. Uh-huh. And it was, it was a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. And then when I came home, I started my own group. And uh, then actually one of my friends that was singing in my group sure. introduced me to this uh, gentleman called James Chambers. Uh-huh. And his choir, the Ecclesiastes Community Choir. Right. Uh-huh. And at the first rehearsal that I attended, because I was just going there to listen, sure. he asked me to sit behind the, he asked me what was my voice. And I told him, and he said, okay, sit behind, sit over here behind these ladies here. And uh-huh. I was like, okay. So throughout rehearsal, he said, try and see if you can catch on. Sure. Well, I was singing along. And then at the end of the rehearsal, mm-hmm. He asked, and I didn't know I was sitting behind the president of the choir, and he asked her, well, how does she do? And she said, well, she did good. And he said, well, you passed your audition. I said, audition? What? (laughs) (laughs) You sure about this was an audition? You didn't tell me. And that's probably why he didn't tell you. (laughs) Yeah. So, And uh, actually, James Chambers and the Ecclesiastes Community Choir is a professional Uh recording choir. Uh And uh, when I actually became a member of... uh, James Chambers and Ecclesiastes Community Choir. Two weeks later, uh-huh. we were on tour. Okay. So, and they an album had just been released sure. just prior to me joining. And he told me, Well, you have to learn all the songs on the album. And these are the songs that these are our staple songs. So I don't know what we're gonna sing. And I'm like, I have to learn the whole album. No pressure. <laughs> Mr. Abney, he was uh, just really giving you the business there. Yeah, that was yeah, that was James Chambers. Oh, Ch- Mr. Chambers. James exactly. Chambers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He wow. and uh, so at that time, if anybody remembers what a Walkman was, sure. <laughs> I had to I had to get the cassette and play uh-huh. it, and my girlfriend helped me learn the songs, and it was just it was just wonderful. And um, James Chambers and the Ecclesiastes Community choir we traveled across the country singing and as I said we were a recording choir Uh and then uh, James eventually started uh, this ECC music workshop here in Chicago ECC music workshop produced out of that was it was initially called the ECC music workshop mass choir Uh 
Okay. But you all know it today as Chicago Mass Choir. Mass Choir. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It made and that I, transition. Right. <laughs> so, um, and uh, that it, as I said, you know, gospel music is my heart. I love mm-hmm. gospel music. I love music, period. It, because it gets down into the, that spirit and that soul. Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's why. And it takes us all the way back to Mother Africa. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. And I am also a uh, pianist. I was studying to, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a concert pianist, but people were saying, we don't see African-Americans in classical music. But we can do that too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But well, I do have family members that are uh, in in classical music. And uh, one is actually a director in Chicago, a director of a program here in Chicago for a classical music school. Sure. And, uh, so music is in my blood. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm the same way. I can be listening to a song from 20, 30 years ago. And I know the words. And my kids ask me, my, my daughter's 17, my son 14. They asked me, how do you know all the words for that? I said, because we, uh, when we were driving in a car, all we had was the radio in the car. So you would Absolutely. learn to listen to all of that. We didn't have a phone, anything distracting us. We didn't pay phone. You have to get the quarter and go pay, you know, all of that. <laughs> the, and the, uh, what, what is the devotory line with people listening and operator listening, all of that. Oh, yeah. So it was a different orientation. And so you yes. learn to know all the words because you want to appreciate the song. Oh, and they were, they have wonderful lyrics. Absolutely. Uh, and they, they have wonderful stories. And yes, yes. Yeah. And that's why you can remember it because... <laughs> storytelling of course a, a gospel song is telling a story as well correct and people remember stories yeah mm-hmm. yes it's, as they say it's not what you know how much you know is how much you care yeah so absolutely. yeah that that's uh, absolutely beautiful thank you for sharing that and we're going to talk about this again sometimes uh i'd like to bring you back in on a um, live stream that i'm going to do oh, okay. and, and so we can talk about this gospel music more and the songwriting as well. To me, that is just really fascinating. Wonderful. Very fascinating. So yeah, (laughs) we'll look at something in the uh, April timeframe. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's talk now about another great topic is corporate online training programs. Uh, When are you going to launch? And we also, we want to share where people can uh, learn more about it as well. Well, actually we launched the website Okay. In April, I'm sorry, August. August. Of uh, 2020. 20. Okay. However, we were working on some things, trying to work some kinks out. Sure. Uh, it is up and running. All right. The it's uh, at the website borntospeaktoyou.com is the website. You can see all of our training tools. We have uh, mm-hmm. quite a few modules uh-huh. that we offer and present. We have. Uh, some of them we actually can come out if someone wants us to come out and do a live training. Sure. We do that. Um, okay. I'll I'll kind of na- navigate a bit. My husband is doing a uh, sure. workshop this weekend. As oh, a matter okay. of fact, a free webinar sure. that is going to take place on Saturday, okay, uh, the twenty seventh at twelve noon Central Time. Okay, that will take place, and it is called. Goal setting, does your goal setting have 2021 vision? Okay. And he's just going to do a a webinar to talk to people about doing goal setting because we all know that people, (laughs) people set, how can I say, New Year's resolutions (laughs) and by January 30th, they're over. That's right. (laughs) 
And <laughs> this webinar will teach people how to not only set a goal, sure. but to complete that goal, complete that task. Exactly. He presented it last year and mm -hmm. uh, when we were able to go out and be in public and talk to one another, he was able to sure. present a workshop and several people from that workshop have actually accomplished some of the goals that they set at that oh, workshop. Great. And uh, one of them that the, the lady was very ecstatic about it. And she mm -hmm. said, I just wanted to let you know, I had been putting off writing a will for years. Yeah, that's and important. she said, after I participated in that goal setting, mm -hmm. I decided to go ahead and follow through with the steps. So during the workshop, he teaches you how to how to not only write them out, but how to navigate your path exactly. to get to your destination. And sure. that way you don't get overwhelmed. I, mm -hmm. I believe when people do New Year's resolutions, they do. They get overwhelmed. Yes. They tr try to do too much in a small period of time. Right. Yeah. Without actually writing out what they need, need. or what they as far as how to get to the next step. Exactly. So that is called, does your goal setting, let's get the title of that one again. Does your goal setting have 2021 vision? Okay. And what I'll do is I will email sure. you the link. Okay. It's uh, Evite, he has a- um, Okay, Evite uh, invitation. Correct. Got it. Okay. And I can send that out to you. It's gonna be one of, he's gonna do one session on Saturday, Saturday? the 27th. Right. And the second session he's going to do is March 1st. That's okay. going to be a 7 p.m. Central Time Got it. workshop. Absolutely. Okay. So the, yeah, I'm writing all of this down. So when I put it in the show <laughs> notes, people but no, they, they can't say they didn't know. Okay. All right. And I, as I said, I'll, I'll send you, actually, I'll send you the link to it. Sure. And that way you can just pop the link in there as well. Yeah. And I want to say one thing. I took a look at your website and there is a ton of great information out there on the online courses. I yes. mean, if you can think about it, it's there. <laughs> it's there. It really is. I, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, they do have a lot here. And it's, and to me, it's like, what well, I would, put in the category of being an enterprise. Oh, yes. Because you can pick and choose what you want out, out of it. Now, what we offer too is this can also be used as training tools for a corporation. Right. We have a mm -hmm. human resources segment where we talk about office mm -hmm. safety, et cetera, right. because some people don't have a plan. Sure. You know, there there are mid to small size businesses that don't have these kind of plans and it can right. help. And things also, can go wrong really fast. Absolutely. I've seen some happen on television. Oh, yes. You know, a oh, person, yes. uh, they, they might get fired from their job and then everything just goes south. It goes bad. Right. Yeah. They don't have a plan. They don't have a plan. Uh, right. And then also for, let's say, someone who is looking to Oh, by the way, the people at the U.S. Capitol could use a plan too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I was I was a bit upset. I you too. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the the thing is is, I told you I worked in technology. Right. And I always had to create a plan. Absolutely. I had to create what I called a disaster recovery plan, mm -hmm. and also right. had to to create a business continuity plan. Sure. And that's another thing that I'm thinking about down the road to mm -hmm. work with churches and small businesses because mm -hmm. they don't have a plan. I did right. speak with a few pastors 
and uh, was talking to them about that. So that might be something that we may put in the training tools, but definitely we offer that service. And and we know what happened in South Carolina when the fellow went in there, you know, he killed the people in there. And there was another attempt made at another church recently. Mm. And so uh, we're seeing this happen more and more. And it's letting us know that evil, I keep telling people, I said, if you don't believe evil exists, you'll believe it now. Oh, yeah. It does exist. It does. So you need a plan for it. And you and you have to be calm. That's the main thing is when something like that occurs. Right. You have to keep calm. You have to be about have your wits about you, as the old people used to say. Fight fight or flight. If you don't if you don't have your wits about you, you can get really hurt. Exactly. Really fast. Really fast. Exactly. (laughs) Because evil evil just doesn't know better. Oh, no, it doesn't. it doesn't know. Yeah. And it can happen. And especially in today's society, which is really shocking to me. I'm a military retiree. I'm a veteran. Hmm. Right? Uh, 20 years in the Air Force and in the Pentagon. And we always had a plan. You know, if we catch fire, if there's a terrorist, a bomb, whatever it might be, we had a plan. We may not all make it out, but we did have a plan. Right. And, and uh, now that's going outside of the confines. And it's, it's coming you know, to a, a, a city near you. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so everybody needs a plan, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, and for yeah. the churches, that churches are just, they need it because you have, first of all, in many cases, a lot of people. And then we have people who are targeting those churches. Correct. Like they did Absolutely. in the South a long time ago. One of the, um, just to divert a little bit about that, one of the pastors mm-hmm. that I spoke with, yes. when I asked him, because I was just doing a, a feeler to see if people would even be interested in it. And I asked him, I said, do you know all of your emergency exits? Do you know uh, where to go if you can't have access to your building? Sure. Or do you know how to do a safe lockdown in case someone contacts you and lets you know that there is danger in the area? Do you know how to do a safe lockdown? And to all of those answers, he said, no. Yeah. And when you think about that and how scary that is to not have a plan, you have buildings that need some form of escape. I'll give you a a quick example of when I worked in the school district. We had a gentleman come in very early in the morning Mm -hmm. and the person that let him in the building was on the other side of the other side of the wall in the back. Right. Didn't see him. Let him in. No, they buzzed buzzed him in. He came in and instead of staying in a lobby, he gets on the elevator Wow! and comes downstairs to where I am. And it was early in the morning, so I didn't have a lot of lights on down there. And as I was exiting my office, Uh there's this man standing there. Right. And I said, can I help you, sir? And he says, somebody buzzed me in Mm -hmm. and told me to be in the lobby. And I said, well, sir, you're not in the lobby. You're in the basement. Right. Now, you can imagine the Ooh. multitude of things that could have happened to me. Absolutely. Where a, a man was in a building, someone buzzed him in, never came to greet him. Exactly. Something that could have happened. For sure. And I brought that to our facilities manager and said, you know, although I'm not a scary person. Sure. Because I'm from the West Side. Right, exactly. <laughs> everybody knows Chicago. Everybody knows uh, Chicago. You, exactly. you get that joke. Uh-huh. But... Um, <laughs> I said that was a very dangerous situation because sure. say he had malice or something in his heart exactly, and he was coming to hurt someone. I could have sure. been, I would have been that first person. Exactly. The, you know, 
So we had to think about some plans. They had plans for the schools, but right. didn't have one for the administration building, which right. I didn't understand. Yeah. So that's the administration building. That's where all the brain power takes place. You're getting <laughs> things done, right? People don't want to say, but Absolutely. being a former apparent PTA president, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. And I've thought about that the schools, uh, you people going it. When people go into police station and target a police station, you know society is heading in the wrong direction. Right, absolutely. And it's definitely doing that. And the, and the problem that you and I see and other people see too, there are too many guns on the street. Absolutely. Too many. You're walking around with a, uh, a automatic with rounds. You, you're, you, you're out for trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, Because the average person is not going to be toting around a gun. The people, they want more. I mean, it's, it's out of control, but we digress. That's for the next show. <laughs> All but getting right. back to the online training tools. Yes. Um, and thinking about that, we have the, the average person yeah. is going to change careers five to seven times. That's correct. And within 30% of the workforce changing, they're going to change jobs within 12 months. Right. And exactly. you think about that and how, just thinking incorporate, incorporate, Sure. How many times you ha- you're going to have to train someone sure. and how much information is going to get lost unless you have a set group of tools that can help you train the people that are coming in. Right. And of course, with we know with uh, unemployment, et sure. cetera, but just in general, sure. people are going to transition from other jobs. They are. And they have to be in order for your company, your organization to run smoothly, you want to make sure that you give people the best tools that they have sure. to complete that job. Right, and to, to have that that uh, turnaround to uh, get started as quickly as possible. We, we know we have the exit coming out, but when we bring in a new person, we want to get them trained up as fast as possible. Absolutely. It's, cost, it's costing the organization money if they don't. Yes. And that's if the person happens to pan out. You know, <laughs> that's there's true. no guarantee. So you have to train them properly. And then we also have some of the courses can be for an individual. Like we have bookkeeping. Someone someone who is unemployed currently and they think, well, you know, I was in a dead end job. I want to try something new. Oh, bookkeeping. We have courses on bookkeeping, Uh on business writing. Exactly. We have the Microsoft Office programs. Mm -hmm. That's sweet. And we do the, that suite, which those courses actually, if you take them all, sure. will get you set up for a Microsoft Office certification. Certification. Yeah. And that can really catapult people for sure. into a, a very different position. Yeah, it's high demand. Yes, it is. It is, yeah. especially when you're looking at the the type of transitions, because we know that there are some places that don't have things that are digital. Exactly. I yes. walked into a school district that didn't have digital records. Mm-hmm. I had to create a database from from the ground up. That's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. And people are looking for that because there mm-hmm. are places, there are schools, there are businesses, there are churches sure. that are out there and they're looking for people to do that. And in order to market yourself mm-hmm. and give yourself a better leg up. Sure. Learning these tools, using these tools, learning mm-hmm. a, a different trade can help you in doing that. That's absolutely correct. And <laughs> again, uh, you all have the the tools that people really need. I took a look at it. I'm a businessman. 
um, served 20 years in the Air Force. That's all corporate, but you know, <laughs> the bottom line. Absolutely. And I worked at Mobile Oil Company, corporate, that's mm-hmm. all corporate. And then I worked on Capitol Hill, that's all corporate too. And so we know we need these things and uh, they're gonna make a, a tremendous difference. And, and also you can look at the aspect of the communication piece as well. Uh, communications can diffuse a, a situation that gets out of hand and how one yes. communicates with someone Absolutely. Uh, can save their life. And uh, it's something that, that I work hard on myself because nowadays going out in these streets, as my buddy said, going out in these streets and you're trying to get some groceries and people <laughs> trying to carjack you at the same time. Oh yeah, It's a lot of work. You know, yes. you got to be really thinking nowadays. You have to be observant. And then the, the thing with online training tools is sure. that you do it in the, in the in your time. Correct. And so online on training, training tools, right? Online mm-hmm. training tools are twenty four seven for as long as you have the seat. So you purchase a module sure. to train on, mm-hmm. and you can have access to that twenty four seven. So let's say you work sure. um, seven to seven to three, right? Seven a.m. Like, to like three. Like a first shift type thing. Correct. Uh-huh. And you say, well, I'm going to go home and I'm going to learn something new. You still have time sure. to study your module. Yeah, at least a, a couple of hours each evening. Correct. Good have family time. Still have family time. That's right. Get some and, sleep. Right. Or if you decide that you want to spend a longer time on the weekend, so you sure. have a Saturday or a Sunday and you want to sit down and buckle down and, and train for a little while. Exactly. Keep the TV off, people. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the podcast, but get that TV off. <laughs> well, podcasts actually help people. But anyway. it does. <laughs> Because <laughs> you can actually learn from that too. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. All righty. Well, thank thank you so much for that. And let's talk a little bit about um, where the where it's going. Uh, I guess in terms of the foreseeable future, uh, that's in terms of the online training for organizations. Uh, we'd we'd almost have to put in that category as a must have. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I see it going. It I've I've been watching it grow mm-hmm. over the years. Sure. But it just catapulted in 2020. Oh, yeah. Where people are realizing that we need to learn how to navigate technology, how to use technology, and how exactly. to make it, like I said, how to make it your friend because sure. technology can help you. Yes. If you're using it, using positive information, getting information that is helping you to build and learn. I am a lifelong learner. Me too. And People who want to stop learning, you're stifling yourself. Yeah, it's always good to learn because you never know when your next transition is going to occur, sure. or when your next opportunity comes up. Learning online, as I said just a few minutes ago, it's twenty four seven. It's available to you twenty four seven. Absolutely, you have an advantage of being able to schedule your own time. Exactly. If you, think about going to a course. As I mentioned to you earlier, I'm an adjunct at a, well, actually at two colleges right. where I go in in the evening mm-hmm. and I I do, um, I actually train on the Microsoft Office products. So right. I've done Excel from beginner to uh-huh. uh, intermediate Which is a really to good advanced. Because <laughs> exactly. you can and, do so much with that, those right, applications. Right, right. Yeah. So we go and we have three hour block classes. Sure. Now, 
and you have to do it once a week. Exactly. <laughs> so we're, yeah. we're doing this. You're expending and it's live, some energy. It's, right. Yeah. Live. And when you think about that, as far as coming out, you have to go out, you mm-hmm. have to eat in between getting to class, class. and then you have to go find get parking. Get there safely. <laughs> get there right. Ooh, actually get there at safely. Night. <laughs> I can't tell you about how many deer are almost hit. Oh, yeah, deer, they're interested in, in our, our car. I've hit one, so I know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So when you when you think about that, online training is actually making a wonderful transition because it's yeah. bringing it right to your fingertips at home. Mm-hmm. Or I I always tell people, you have, uh, most people have an hour for lunch. Exactly. But who actually eats for an entire hour? Don't. You either eat, you can, you either eat, it takes you 10 minutes, 15 minutes at max to eat, literally eat your food. So you're looking at, if you just take 15 minutes and eat, Uh you have, you still have 45 minutes that you can dedicate to expanding your mind. And when you think about online training, that helps you to, like I said, it helps you to, to grow. Absolutely. For sure. So that that's uh, you know brings up a really great point too because when we look at online training, most of in a module, and that module has a certain period of time in which they can study it as well. So you don't have to kind of like they people ask, what is the uh, best way to eat an elephant? And they say one bite at a time instead of the entire elephant, using just a metaphor, so to speak. Right. So um, it 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 makes it such that even you can have it on your mobile phone. Correct. You put it on there too. So it gives you that compatibility, but don't do it while you're driving. Okay. <laughs> no, some <laughs> I know some them, people have tried that. <laughs> some of the modules we have, they actually read it to you. Right. Yeah. You can, audio you can book, set it yeah. up. So it's, it's audio uh-huh. and that can help you. And at the end, well, throughout you're being tested. Exactly. So you'll read a section or you go through a section and then sure. it's going to stop and give you a test Yes. to see if you understand what right. you've just study and then it's going to move on to another and it's going to give you a test and you'll get results at the very end of your progress exactly yes Mm -hmm. now we have a we have a quote that's on our Mm -hmm. website that says technical skills will get you the job but training and soft skills will help you keep it yes so you know you get a job Mm -hmm. sometimes a lot of us get a job and we're not qualified for it, or we may not be quite where we should be. Sure. But if you start training and learning and, okay, this is something I really want to buckle sure. down. Let's say a business writing. Exactly. You, you, you say, I, I can write a business plan, but mm-hmm. I need to get better. I don't know. And actually to think about that, they can transition into grant writing. Exactly. When you, when you think about how to write grants mm-hmm. and being in technology in the school district, sure. I learned how to write grants. Exactly. Yes. That's a wonderful skill to have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I even saw a Facebook post today where a lady was saying, hey, you know, anyone, I need to get some grants for my business. And so they, they need a grant writer. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I ended up myself taking a, a class from a community college online, how to write <laughs> grants. Right. <laughs> so there, there's a lot of ways of, of uh, doing it. And of course, uh, Jill Biden, uh, First Lady Biden, she's a proponent for education because she's a mm-hmm. teacher herself. And so, uh, and she, in fact, she teaches at Virginia um, Community College, Northern okay. Virginia Community College. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She and, has- yeah, so um, education is important and it is the pathway to freedom. 
-hmm. It really is uh, learning. So um, thank you for that. Now, uh, what is, uh, we've arrived at that point where uh, we've out of time and I want to just ask you, is there anything else you want to share with the listening audience here at Wealth Academy Podcast? Well, I just want to say that if you drive, I'll, I'll, I'll end with the term that my grandmother used to okay. tell me as a little girl, and sure. I didn't understand it at the time. Uh-huh. She said, they can take everything away from you, mm-hmm. but your education. can never take it away. And I would look at her and I'd say, what are you talking about, grandma? And she said, they can take everything away from you, sure. but your education. Yes. And if you have an education or if you have the thought to learn and grow, which is how Another part of how we developed this program sure. is that mm-hmm. we've, we've both been downsized. My husband and I have both been downsized sure. at some point in time. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn how to keep going because guess what's not going to stop coming? Uh, that's right. Bills. Dumb bills. <laughs> Somehow they magically make it into that mailbox. The mailman can forget the things you're waiting on, but that bill, he... That never stops. <laughs> so you have to be intuitive. And uh, sure. there, there are times when you're out of work and you're looking and you say, if I can better myself, sure. I can Why position not? myself, Why right? Exactly. So better myself to position myself. That's right. That is a fantastic way to think mm-hmm. of how you want to grow and learn. Yes, yes. And that was a, interesting, a, a very great note uh, that your grandmother passed on to you. And because it, it does make all the sense there is. Once you get that education, no one can take it from you, no matter what they might try to do to you, whatever uh, opportunities you don't get, it still doesn't replace it. Yeah, right. It doesn't take it away. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you so much. And Sonia Gibbs for being just so marvelous and doing great things with the online uh, business, the programs that you have. And of course, with the born to speak to you which is making a great impact on people. And of course, I'm going to have you back on and we're going to talk about, you know what, gospel Gospel music music. and songwriting, (laughs) because I'm telling you, that's going to be the best. All (laughs) right. That's going to be I look forward to that. Okay. We're we're going to definitely do that. And so I want to thank you for being our honored guest. And again, I'll have you coming back in that April timeframe. All right. Well, I want to thank you for inviting me to be a guest. This has been a pleasure. It is wonderful. Our first meeting was fantastic. You know, sometimes when you talk to people, you get a, you're like, "Hmm." but I felt very comfortable and very at home. Same with me. And I I want to go on record to tell people I had so much fun. They'll get it. They'll get it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. I want all my listeners in Wealth Academy podcast community to go out to Apple Podcasts, rate and review Ansonia Gibbs and give her a five-star rating. We give you 10, but they only go to five. So we're going to take it. (laughs) And so go out there and rate this particular episode. And uh, she's doing some great things with her husband, with the online program, the training programs that they have. It's going to make a tremendous difference in your life. And remember, retraining and trying to make that transition. There's never going to be a thing that's going back to the way things used to be. It's all the new things and the new procedures and processes are taking place right now. And they're on the cutting edge of helping make that happen. So uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And uh, I really appreciate everyone and all of your support. So Asanya, you have a wonderful day and we're going to have you back in April, my friend. Thank you so much. All All right. right. Okay, so this ends this episode. My name is Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode. And I know they, these episodes keep getting better and better. 
<laughs> and we appreciate it. Thank you, Ansania Gibbs. Thank you, Paul. All right. My time is up and I thank you for yours. Have a great day, thank everyone. Thank you this for is listening. Paul fan. You will find the Goodbye. show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 